Greetings, everyone. This is Zay, um, and this is the Ego Coach Podcast. I first and foremost want to apologize for taking so long um, between this episode and my last episode. I've officially moved back to Southern California, Dana Point to be exact, and the last couple months have really just been about settling in and just embracing this new chapter of my life, and uh, so far so good, you know. Can't complain about the weather, that's for sure. Um, Anyway, a couple of updates. So I'm actually, after this episode, going to start a subscription. Um, It seems like everyone's doing that nowadays, and uh, I even feel guilty putting it out there. That's my own resistance. But um, essentially, for $5 a month, um, you can get full access to all my podcasts, all of my poems, and um, definitely even first looks into what I offer in terms of coaching services. Um, that leads me into the second update. I've actually made the full transition to being a full-time life coach, which is very exciting. Um, I even brought on one of my a good friends who's also a life coach onto this new business venture. And uh, it was scary. And I can't lie, transitioning from something I've been doing for seven years, uh, marriage and family therapy in a clinical setting, that's where I drew a lot of my internalized status from. And kind of felt that was my role in society and it was really hard um, actually letting it go and doing this full-time so it's scary in a good way um, but I'm excited for this new adventure I've actually been kind of overwhelmed by the response in a positive way several referrals and uh, just really embracing this new role as a life and empowerment coach so yeah There's that. So um, for today's episode, I thought we could discuss this topic that's been buzzing around in my head for a little bit, and I call it living peacefully versus keeping the peace. And so let's get in. Let's get into it. Um, I think within a lot of encounters I've had in the clinical setting as a therapist. I've noticed that a lot of people, no matter their age group, um, gender orientation, or, you know, economical status, there is kind of this notion of avoiding conflict. Oftentimes people only reach out to someone like me because they've been avoiding conflicts for so long and have only been prolonging their internal conflict. And, you know, inherently, we're taught to, well, I know it varies from family to family, but we live in a day and age where people don't want to rock the boat. You know, we we see all these people, like, preaching peace and, you know... In our minds, keeping the peace sounds like a good idea. Like, why, why shake things up if, if things are going well, at least seemingly so? And uh, 
I have a kind of a comical example of this, but I've always loved that line from that um, that Marvel movie with Ultron, the villain, the villainous robot that tells the Avengers, I think you're confusing peace with quiet. In other words, what you call peace is really just silence. And in our relationships, I think, and I can attest this both professionally and personally, I think keeping the peace is so instinctual. It's why look for trouble, even if we feel something internally is off. Our superego is much more about what we can withstand. And there is that inner pressure of keeping things to yourself sometimes, especially things that aren't comfortable, some things that might, God forbid, disrupt the peace. And then inevitably when something spills out and we reach our breaking point and we can no longer hide our restlessness and the illusion of peace dissipates, you know, it's followed by an eruption sometimes. And then that's kind of like confirmation bias for the, our superego, our inner critic that's like, you see, you see, you made a big deal about this. And now, you know, we don't have peace. Meanwhile, of course, we never really did have peace because we were just, we were quiet. Doesn't mean we were peaceful. Paradoxically, on the other side, what I call living peacefully, it's really living in intention. And a person can live peacefully without avoiding conflict at all costs. There's nothing inherently wrong with, you know, avoiding unnecessary friction. Sometimes things really are minor enough where it's like, eh, do we, do we need to spend this much time on this? But, um, you know, living peacefully is the acknowledgement that I always return to self, capital S, self. Meaning that I'm not keeping, I'm not living peacefully just so I can avoid the turbulence of conflict. If conflict arises, I can handle it. I can deal with it circumstantially and speak to that in the moment. And if not in a moment, put it on pause, but at least come back to it and address it with whomever I had the conflict with. Now, of course, you know, this requires a lot of self-awareness. You know, there's no, there's no sugarcoating it. It's so, for some of us, it's so ingrained in us to just keep the peace that we can very easily feel like we are living peacefully when in reality, we are just keeping the peace. And unfortunately, that just accumulates the overall restlessness that we feel. And we are much more likely to, to shoot ourselves in the foot, frankly. When we are operating from a place of resistance, resisting bringing up conflict and confronting it, we're just trying to keep the peace. Um, 
we are blocking essentially intentional living. And then we get frustrated when we don't see certain things manifest that we're working towards. And this is what I've kind of been coming to realize through this chapter of my life of radical transformation, if you will. And that's that, you know, ultimately to live peacefully is to be honest with oneself. If we can be honest with ourselves about things that we don't agree with, things that go directly against our values, things that are hindering our boundaries and our space, we need to be able to address those. We need to be able to vocalize those with people we trust. Sometimes it's, you know, it's easier said than done. But first and foremost, practicing that with ourselves. Sometimes our discomfort is so ingrained in us that we just, we don't even realize we have bad posture. You know, sometimes mental posture is just as bad as our, you know, actual physical posture. And, you know, muscle memory, mental memory, it's a thing. We can't expect to be moving forward peacefully if we're trying to maintain the status quo of what we think peace is. So what does this look like in everyday life? Well, um, like I said, having a peaceful baseline is what I call it. A place where you can always come back to. This is the space that, you know, I believe meditation is always trying to bring us to. Self-awareness. When you can really taste authentic peace, and notice peace doesn't mean like ecstasy of joy or happiness. It doesn't necessarily mean that. Those can be byproducts, but that's not, don't think that just because you're not feeling that, that you're not at peace. Um... I believe that baseline inner peace can be there in any circumstance, even if you don't immediately feel like it, even if there's a little bit of stress, but maybe you're handling the stress differently from a place of self where you're responding to a situation versus reactively acting on it because you're just trying to keep the peace. You're trying to keep things under control. You're not trying to rock the boat or you're trying to micromanage your own feelings and the other person's feelings. Whereas true inner intentional peace would welcome whatever has been presented. Not, you know, if it's degrading, if it's, you know, that's a breach on your boundaries, not welcome in the sense like, oh, I make that okay. Just come at me with whatever you've got. It's, no, I welcome that that's the other person's experience. And I also welcome my own boundary. I welcome myself to respond to this accordingly versus just trying to make sure I'm not offending anyone. I know that's a big ask these days. Yeah. <laughs> probably more on that in another episode but anyway um to leave you with some thoughts on this episode and maybe some things to consider throughout the week try noticing the difference between keeping the peace which is more your superego's doing 
and living intentional, raw inner peace. What differences do you notice? I just went over some examples of what I notice. For me, you know, that might look like walking to a lookout point early in the morning and just being, just being. I think people call it tapping into the isness when you can really just sit with your universe. No need to speak. Free to speak. Free to think. Free to feel. And free to receive what peace really is to you. I notice that sometimes, you know, if I'm debating a topic and I really want to go to a certain place, but I get the sense that I might be perceived in a negative light or that people may not fully understand where I'm coming from, I notice that I do have tendencies to try to keep the peace. I did that in my entire marriage. I really tried to just keep the other person happy. And if they were happy and we could keep the peace, then I would feel inner peace at some point. I kept telling myself that. And it's an illusion. It really is. Um, We've talked about in other podcast episodes, but this notion that you cannot expect the inner to be transformed by the outer, I really do believe it's the other way around. From within, you will see what is on the outside. We influence our environment from what is going on internally. So living peacefully, having inner peace, I do believe that that's a decision. It's a choice. It's proactive. Versus keeping the peace is very much a reactionary, sometimes trauma response, a learned conditioned behavior by our protective parts that are really trying to not get in trouble. And this could be not getting in trouble with our parents, not getting in trouble with our friends, our societal contexts, in some instances not getting in trouble with God, you know, whatever your belief around that is. And, you know, it's a shame because it's, it's a losing game when we're trying to keep the peace. It's rooted in perhaps good intentions, right? Um, Like I said, nothing wrong with wanting to let peace reign. But when we are, you know, acting inauthentically and compromising our values at the expense of what others might think, might say to us, then we really aren't living authentically and we are not living truly intentionally with our inner peace that we are protecting. So that's my challenge for you this week. Really try to cultivate that inner peace. And I believe you will start seeing the difference between when you truly feel at peace and versus when you're just trying to keep things from going chaotic. Um, Yeah, I'm going to leave it at that today. I'm excited to be back. I'm going to start producing more episodes. And like I said, doing subscriptions now. So it would mean the world to me. 
if, you know, for the price of a cafe latte of $5 a month, if you would love to, or even just like to listen to more of my content, uh, I'd love to have you. And I'm, I'm confident that the universe will speak to whoever needs to be spoken to. And uh, I release control on that. And I hope the universe finds you well today. And as always, if you or someone you know could benefit from some life coaching or some empowerment coaching, please feel free to visit my website. Um, it's in a link in the description below. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. See if I can be of service. Until then, may the universe bless you and uh, I'll be speaking with you shortly. Have a good one.